Oh, Jesse, what happened? Um, well, there was a gunshot noise sound effect, and then she fainted. What? This, where were you? I mean, I mean, this is objective. This an Ace Attorney triage. What? What happened? Where were you? She, she fainted. I was right there. I managed to get the emergency button on the elevator to work of the abandoned factory I mean, building. You weren't were wearing in. your life alert. Why were you your life alert? The battery fell out of the life alert before we got into the elevator. What's the point of this? Exactly. Oh. Those batteries are so loose. Oh, okay. Well, so, I mean, why were you in an abandoned factory? I was across the street at Starbucks waiting for you. I thought we were going to do the podcast. You, you sent us a message to meet you on the top floor of this abandoned factory. No? Get what the fuck are you talking about? Why your phone is possessed. Stephanie We have to talk about Ace Attorney. <laughs> Phoenix smiles are really gay. Smell the coffee! Smell the coffee! Oh god, oh god. Darker than a moonless night, you can do this. Oh, I can't feel my lips. <laughs> it's hotter than hell itself. This is coffee. <laughs> oh, good. She's back. Yeah. Uh, where the fuck am I? Um, In my room, same place you always are. I set up the medical equipment I stole from the hospital. We dragged you out from under my bed where you live. Duh. <laughs> Jesse, this is a. Uh, this is my niece's toy. So it works. <laughs> it's, it's just a button. You just boop, boop, boop. It's just a button you push. <laughs> It worked. You're you're fine. I guess. Okay. Well, I fell asleep for what? What year is it? Twenty seventeen. Yes. All oh, right. So Hillary Clinton's president, right? We're not gonna talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Why does this always happen to us on this show? Why is it always Hillary Clinton? <laughs> Who else are you talking about? No. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've listened to the back catalog and Once Upon a Time, you had a special guest, Miss Hillary Clinton. That's who I'm always talking about, special guest Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is not president. <laughs> Hillary Clinton is not qualified to run for president. She's too young. Uh, she doesn't have citizenship either. It's true. Thanks, America. She lives in secret under your bed. Do you see how it's you secretly live under my bed? She secretly lives under your bed. It's like an onion. It's like an ogre. What's this stupid podcast about? (laughs) Um, What's your name? Oh, I'm Stephanie. I'm Jesse. I'm Michelle. This is Object to This and Ace Attorney Podcast. Um, Everybody, hi. Welcome. Welcome to January. New year, new you. Not new us. We're the same old New year, old video game. We're finally talking about it. (laughs) All right. Well, first off, news. Is there news? Um, Yes and no. Uh, 15th anniversary. Yeah, it feels like the 10th anniversary was two days ago. Yeah. But that's like when we started this podcast, yeah. I guess. And they had wine bottles, remember? Oh. We talked about wine bottle cravats. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Simpler times. So 15th anniversary this year. What what happens? Cool stuff in Japan. Only for Japan. 
Constantly uh, Japan. Constantly Japan. So what it was the one of the other cool things that happened for the 15th anniversary was they dropped a trailer for DGS2, the Great Ace Attorney 2, Sherlock Holmes, and Grandpappy Phoenix. Oh, and I, I had a bread aneurysm right now, and I was like, Spirit Justice already has a sequel? Like, I, I haven't finished playing it yet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, oh, no, the other game I've never played and the, never will yeah, play. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah. Because it's been confirmed for 3DS only, like 3DS exclusive, and definitely not on the Switch, so I hope no one was thinking that was going to happen. Um, and it's never coming to the U.S. Yeah. Ever. Neither Luckily, is one. Somebody will fan translate it because this community is strong and I believe in them. I, I also do. Because so. this community is strong and, and, and only knows how to hold on to its shitty things like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, no, not really any news okay. is the moral of that story. That's fine. This is fine. Uh, so, <laughs> Spirit of Justice. Wait, are we going straight into Spirit of Justice? Is you wanted we'll... to take a pit stop somewhere? Oh, I still kind of want to take the pit stop to Plausible versus Anime Land. Oh, we could do that. We could do... we could dig out the papers. The papers. Oh, the papers. I found your ear. Oh, I'm sitting on my phone. The, 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 the phone was on your butt the entire time. <laughs> Just like. The belief was in your heart. You were the magic. Your butt was the phone. Well, since we're talking about the trucy case, we can pull out the trucy hat. Yeah. It makes that paper sound. That's how you know it's quality. Oh, before we start this, though, like, everybody who emailed us saying, like, they were actually touched or, like, their their response of how this podcast has helped their lives, like, thank you, guys. Like, you didn't have to acknowledge our shitty, our shitty goose. Yeah, we love you. We- and uh, we're glad that you love us, but, you know, we still love you more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so otherwise... We would be sitting on my bed being stupid without a microphone. <laughs> and that's just weird, because we have a couch with a living room. Yeah, and, yeah. Stuff. and a cat we could pet. It's <laughs> <laughs> my cat. Anyway, no, but we read all those emails, and thank you very much. And I'm sorry, GP, you cried, but you always cry. I love you. All right. <clears throat> okay, plausible first, huh? Plausible inside the pasta box. <laughs> the pasta box of plausibility. A defendant? Oh, a defendant. It's two words. Okay. I was like, a deferente. <laughs> a defendant being a sports player. Didn't we do this one? No, that was the prosecutor. And that was, we made up a prosecutor <laughs> and decided prosecutor. to go this route. All right. Well, of- Chato Maestro gave us a defendant being a sports player. Okay. for the, As for the anime hat, um, victim killed by a falling chandelier from Map Op. Okay. Uh, another plausible is actually cross-examining the defendant by Chateau Maestro. <laughs> that is too plausible. And then Magical Girls by Chateau Maestro. Okay, so we've got uh, a defendant being a sports player, uh, accident, or a victim killed by a falling chandelier, Magical Girls, and actually cross- cross-examining the defendant for once. So... <laughs> I feel like this is not even a fair, like, <laughs> Ace Attorney is already intrinsically full of magical girls. Um, magical yeah. girl sports player, defendant boy, though. Oh, we It could be defendant room. girl, defendant person, who is also a magical girl. Well, hmm. when you cross-examine them, they go into their magical girl transformation. Okay, but what what's their magical girl transformation outfit? 
Good question. What sport do they play? What sport do they play? It can be a tuxedo, but what sport do they play? Because they have then they have to be in their shitty rugby gear <laughs> or something, and then they like what 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 tuxedo mask. <laughs> See, Ace Attorney makes me want to say something shitty like lacrosse, right? Because then they would have that lacrosse racket and it'd be a great, like, great for animation's sake, right? But I don't want that. I want, like, either a really obscure sport or, like, a really bad, dumb sport that's called a sport but shouldn't be, like, golf. Golf. Like, go- foosball. <laughs> foosball. Foos- like, she's a foosball enthusiast. Fucking but- pickleball. It can be an old lady. <laughs> Frisbee golf. Oh, frisbee golf. Frolf. That's what it's called. Frolf? They call it frolfing. Why is there an R in it? Frisbee. Oh. I was like, there's not an R in any of those words, but yeah, sure enough, Frisbee is the (laughs) R in it. This has been Grammar with Michelle. Why isn't it de-golf? Because disc-golf. Because it's all bad. Playing it, saying it, looking at them, any of it. I'm not deep. I'm not. I'm not emotionally, personally bitter about this. I wasn't forced to play frisbee golf ever in my relationships. Well, maybe we don't want it to be frisbee golf then. What about like a volleyball player? Okay, okay. That's like that's got like fucking elbow pads and right or roller derby. Ooh, there we but go. they're already magical girls. <laughs> that's why it's not a surprise to anyone when it happens. That would be good because my my issue with volleyball was going to be like this is the classic. Not necessarily a attorney problem, but Japan problem, where it's like, this is a slightly tomboyish girl who secretly definitely wants to be a girly girl at all times, which we've seen already in Robin Newman. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, veiled trans, which I'm still upset about, um, because they didn't put it up front. But, uh, so... That was fair, but I like, roller derby's just like, I'm a tough girl, and I'm gonna fucking kick your ass, and I'm a magical girl who's gonna fucking kick your ass. Yeah, I would like the personality to remain the same, just the outfit to change. <laughs> yes. So yeah, roller derby is pretty dope. I'm trying, because roller derby girls also, like, do their makeup really well, and yes. they do their fucking hair, even mm. though they're gonna put a helmet on. I mean, I would say one slight personality, only way more violent in roller derby Less violent as a magical girl. You think less violent as a magical yeah. girl? Yeah, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. Then I want her to be violent because that's uh, all the time. That's 24/7. the problem of the. She becomes quote. I'm putting air quotes around this. More feminine, and then she starts mm. acting more feminine. I just mean less likely to kill criminals because that would have her be arrested. No, I want her. To, I want her to be like. Listen, I want well, to punch again, everything. She's the defendant. Yeah, so she's never the mind. defendant. She, I, I punched that guy real hard, but I didn't kill him. Well, you punched him in the face and his jaw broke. Yeah, but I didn't kill him. Yeah, but he wasn't dead. But you have a very, like, a very large, like, murder-esque streak, right? So what, what makes it stop, like, what if you punched him so good that you killed him? No, 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 Man, no, no, no. her roller derby nickname needs to be, like, killer or something. Like, murder, <laughs> murder, murder girl oh, or yeah. something. Like, <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's, it's jaw smasher or, you know, yeah. like, sternum breaker. Or, like, yeah, definitely heart. something cool like that. Yeah. Spleen puncher is the only thing I can think of. No, that's shin biter and shin kicker. (laughs) No, that's shin biter. That's shin biter or shin kicker and, uh, fuck, what was the superhero I made up with shin biter? I don't remember. I was shin kicker and ankle biter. Ankle biter and shin kicker sounds about right. I have a Um, picture I drew somewhere. But, so here we go. We've got, we've got, um, sternum breaker or mistress sternum breaker, the, like, roller derby girl. I I want there to be like actual physical sparkles, like glitter that happens when she does her transformation, which then can be used later as evidence. So <laughs> we oh found God. glitter at the crime scene from your magical girl <laughs> transformation. <laughs> so then, and then like, she like pouts, is like it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, so that could be like part of the cross examination. 
I like it. And then, like, you know, you punched him so... You punched the, you punched the victim, the, the, the deceased in the jaw. Conf- like, do you deny this? No, yeah, I punched him real good. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but, uh, then, you know, as Phoenix or Athena or Apollo, you'd have to be like, Your Honor, death was determined by the chandelier. Or yeah, you have to yeah. prove it's the chandelier that hit him on top of the head. Because she punches right. jaws, or she punches sternums real good. Which, where are we, where tops. a chandelier is going to fall, and also a roller derby magical girl is present. Hotel. Roller derby ball. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like a Yule ball. Why would she transform at the roller derby ball? Because her tuxedo looks great. It's true. It's true. What color is it? Hmm. Is it black? Teal? Like a nice dark teal or like, like a... like, like a... It, no, it's classy shit. Okay. Classy teal. Gaudy. Or maybe her vest is teal. She can have, yeah, I like teal vest or teal cummerbund and bow tie. Come teal... Yeah, let's do, we always do vests. Let's do cummerbund and bow tie. <laughs> do cummerbund and bow tie. Um, so, okay, so we've got this very nice, very, like, magical girl is turned into a tuxedo, but also sparkles happen. Any sort of magical girl weapon? What, what are they usually? Sailor Moon's got like scepters. Wand. Yeah, like, they're always wand scepters, huh? Yeah. Mm. A fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was turned into a magical girl and I pulled my glock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's like, your honor. She clearly didn't kill him because she had a gun, and a and it was like blunt force trauma that resulted in the death. And she pistol whipped him. Well, no, because if you check the forensics on the handle, there's no blood there. So it's a magic pistol. And she, so she didn't pistol whip him with crystals. <laughs> like, um, let's see. Then they'd argue she shot the chandelier down. I mean, we we have to actually cross examine. So this <laughs> If we get into detail like that, I don't see a problem. Alright, so the defendant is up on the stand. We are actually cross-examining said defendant. Who's dead? Who, good uh, question. Who died? Who done died? Because then we can figure out who killed him. But we need to know who died first. Is defendant the only magical girl or are there other magical girls? Are you thinking like a jealous somebody? Yeah. Somebody, another magical girl in the squad got jealous and crashed the roller derby ball because I don't assume they're all in roller derby. But like maybe to frame defendant magical girl. I mean, it could be some mad shade. Like she came to like it was like ex girlfriend magical girl who came to like be bitter about not getting to come to roller derby ball because she got dumped or something. It's like an old, like the old washed up person who used to have these magical powers, but they're old and washed up now. That's pretty good. And like their scepter or whatever magical item they have got passed on to this person. So this person's now roller derby star and this person is like, got an eye patch on, you know, like, <laughs> or like, you know, like something like, clear, like clearly like something, I mean, I always like, go for like, a, a tragic accident, a tragic accident brings up this bitter person, which is what happened with the, with the football theater thing, but, or like, they just got old and like, you're not hot and you're, you're not, you're no spring you chicken You have to anymore. be hot to be a magical <laughs> You're a teen hot girl in order to be magical. Sorry. So a bitter... You lost your virginity. We're taking this away from you. Oh, Japan, don't do that. Oh, Japan, no. Well, this could be... There is an episode of Slayers, the anime, where... um, Oh. Oh, shit. (laughs) Let me just... Because nobody has fucking seen Slayers. It's a baby GP. So Slayers is, like, set in fantasy, like, D&D-style fantasy towns, right? There's dragons and shit. So um, they go to a town at one point where everyone is old, Power Rangers, like very elderly Power Rangers who keep insisting what? that um, there's great evil that's trying to take over. What? 
Oh yeah, you haven't seen this. They're elderly Power Rangers, yes. and this is one of the main characters can't shut up about justice all the time. Um, a la like um Detective uh, um, Fulbright. Fulbright. So go. she like she just fucking loves justice, and so she meets a bunch of old Power Rangers who talk about justice all the time. Best day ever for Amelia is her favorite. So they get conscripted. They're probably fifty years younger than the rest <laughs> of the Power Rangers. <laughs> And they go on this, like, trek with them to go defeat this horrifying evil darkness noise that they keep hearing. So that the elderly Power Rangers think it's, like, evil that's going to come infest. And it's actually, everything they encounter along the way in defeat is actually, like, forest creatures who are playing along for the sake of these elderly (laughs) Power Rangers. It's so sweet. So, I mean, it could be a situation like that where it's like you're you're an old magical girl past your prime everyone's been tricking you to, like, make you feel okay about this, but then one day she figured out, like, oh, no, she doesn't actually have the powers anymore, and that's when she comes to, like, fuck somebody up. Like, maybe she was, like, ba- like a bad at her job when she was a magical girl, so, like, everyone in her family knew, like, her mom knew, her, si- her friends <laughs> knew, her, her boyfriend knew, yeah. like, everybody knew. So they all just, like, were, like, one day she lost, like, the scepter, or, like, she lost, like, if we're going, like, card capture, like, it's, like, always, like, a little keychain she's got, right? So she, like... Drops the keychain or whatever, and so they know, like, whoever she's with notices it and replaces it or something, like, gets her, like, yeah. she's in an accident and it's gone, and so they replace it with a fake. But the real one, like, followed destiny to <laughs> yeah. go be with the new... Exactly, yeah. and so, like, this this whole time has been like, no, I'm the real one, and, like, she has her own teal, like, cummerbund and bow tie she's trying uh, to put like, on, but it's, like... Sh- shitty. It's shitty, it's, like, <laughs> instead of teal, it's, like, lime green or something. Oh my god, it's amazing. Like, it's, like, kind of close to the color, but not quite. Okay, so who would want to kill... This old, like, old lady. Maybe this old, the, the per, well, who wanted, is this the person who's, the, who's murdered? Is this who he decided with the murder? I mean, was? she could be the murderer by accident by, like, using her shitty powers to, like, knock a chandelier down. Accidental murder. But then who gets murdered? Just a somebody random? Because hmm. we gotta have a motivation for our, a defendant to want to kill that person. Right. Because hmm. well, she doesn't actually do it, but. Yeah, because. It's always more satisfying when it's not like, no, actually, old lady, like, old, old, old magical girl lady just accidentally killed a roller derby member who they had beef with. That's not that satisfying, so. Yeah, it's not very satisfying when that happens. I'm playing through the whale case right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, old magical girl dies trying to save person, maybe? Like, she's trying to save okay. somebody and the Chandler falls on her and she dies. Definitely, like, a tackle out of the way situation. Yeah, and then she actually dies because she's old. Yeah, okay, I like that. Um, um, but the person who was trying to be murdered, almost murdered, who would that be? Hmm. It's a roller derby ball, right? The obvious options are somebody on the team she's got beef with, somebody on the opposing, an opposing team, because it's like roller derby league ball, right? So like somebody on a different team who she's got beef with or has beef with her, one of the coaches, or like the guy holding the event, right? Those are pretty much your options in terms of who's at a roller derby ball. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, we could go back to like... 80s 90s movie plot and it is the roller derby league is getting bought by somebody (laughs) who's evil who's gonna change the roller derby league and like ruin it yeah who's gonna make like like who's kind of a scummy guy who's gonna buy the roller derby league and make all of them wear like pink uniforms oh my god and like they have like change it into lingerie football type thing either lingerie football or like all made outfits because it's japan right so it's gonna be like made cafe roller derby league that's in the ace attorney vein lingerie (laughs) derby is a little uh, little risque risque with with m for meanies (laughs) (laughs) 
people die in this game, and people are also meanies, but no one's really lingerie types. So I mean, uh, that's probably good. We could go. We could go typical nineties, eighties plot, eighties, nineties plot. Okay. There. So. So that guy's. I was gonna say Mr. Bad. Big Money Bags, and I was like, oh, we should get him a better name. And then I almost said Big Wins, and I was like, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, but so here's this: the setup is that Roller Derby Girl and and Buyer Man um, are in an argument, and it's a very murdery argument. And then something happens to the chandelier, and old, because like. There's a lot of subsets here. Who The real question is, who's the real murderer? Because now we have the real dead person, who is the guy who was going to buy the, yeah. the thing. We've got now defunct and or useless player who... Well, he was going to get murdered, and then old magical girl got murdered instead because she jumped in front of the bus. Um, so we still don't have a murderer. <laughs> we just have a victim and an almost victim now. Hmm. I got too deep into the fiction. You got too deep a little bit, but we still need somebody to murder these people. They could both die. Or it could be, I mean, if we want to go, like, really, like, this will be very unsatisfying, is that, like, it's actually the magical girl and the other magical girl who are in this fighting argument. The bad, like, old magical girl severs the chandelier as, like, a ha-ha, I'm going to get you. And the guy who was going to buy the thing was actually just accidentally in the way. And then she realized that, that she was going to be a shitty person and kill somebody with the chandelier. And that's when she jumped in front of it. And so she murdered herself. <laughs> or they can both die under the chandelier and it's a big chandelier. Well, okay, right. So this is where we actually cross the... Fa- we actually examine the defendant, right? Yeah. So this could be like a case one kind of case. Where someone totally accidentally kills himself. And like we have to like we have to like let our defendant tell the whole story. Yeah. And that's the whole point of this case. Okay. Well, in that case i think we should remove guy who was gonna buy the roller derby and save him for later from the picture yeah he can just be in it later and instead it's this magical girl fight which is convoluted <laughs> enough so magical girl magical girl roller derby is at this ball because there's a guy you try, trying yeah. to buy it out so she's at the ball why does the old lady come in the first because t- no, she's tracking down her she's, oh, she's tracking down her object because right. the magical girl's here to stop the roller derby baron from buying the roller derby and then old magical girl shows up because that's her weapon. She's the magical girl. I'm Sailor Moon. So, so that way, now Roller Derby Girl can stand under the chandelier and old, old magical girl can jump in front, like, and push her out of the way and accidentally kill herself. Man, what a shitty way to <laughs> She lived a long, full, happy life pretending to be Sailor Moon for quite some time after actually being Sailor Moon. <laughs> How long after? That's a good question. Like, it had That's to be years. years. Like, this like, is, it's passed, it's been passed through a couple of generations of magical girls to get to Roller Derby Girl. Like, like, old girl, old lady is probably, like, in her 60s. Yeah. She have one too many brain concussions. So in this way, in this way, we can we at least get so we we cross examine mostly the defendant, but we also have a separate witness, which is the roller derby baron, who's like she's a murderer because she's trying to stop my plot to take over oh. the roller. So it's like first witness instead of like we could have the cop, um, but we can have roller derby baron who testifies that it was roller derby girl 
came to my party and murdered a bystander <laughs> because she wants to ruin my image. And then we like figured that out. And then we cross-examined Roller Derby Girl. That's actually how it would happen. But except we accident, we actually listened to the Roller Derby Girl for more than three seconds. And yeah. she actually tells us what happens. Yeah. Yes. That's good. That's good. All right. All we, right. we did it. We did it. <laughs> we Yay. had to go around <laughs> six blocks, but we got there. Listen, we're rusty. We had to go to an abandoned warehouse at the top floor when really we went to go to Starbucks. Listen, GPS doesn't work very well in downtown Chicago. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And we're back. I'm Stephanie. I'm also Robert. I'm Jesse. I'm Downey. Ooh, so soft. I'm Michelle. I'm Junior. Senior, Senior, Junior. <laughs> the third. <laughs> That's right. This is the second case in Spirit of Justice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're talking about the second case in Spirit of Justice, the Jersey case. Yay. Yay. All right. We're going to put this in gear. I lost all my notes. So I don't remember shit. Uh, we can put it in gear. I didn't take any. <laughs> I have my notes, but they're kind of crap. Okay. No, more importantly, let's just, let's outline, because that's what we're, like, let's outline what happens. Oh, choose needs to eat a cheeseburger. The end. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the out, that's not what happened. You're right. They made her real, real skinny this game. Real, real skinny. Real, real skinny. Um, I mean, I have to assume it's a Japan thing. <laughs> okay, so... First thing that happens, we unveil. It is Apollo, and we're, wa- we're, we're watching we're Trucy's watching, tr- show. Watching yeah. the preview show the yes. night before the grand opening, which is a thing that actually does happen. Which is also the one that's being taped for live broadcast. Yes. yes. Or not live broadcast. Athena's enjoying herself greatly. Apollo's enjoying himself. We're watching it. There's an, Trucy, we see Trucy at intermission. She's signing a document. We, do we meet her assistant, Bonnie? We meet Bonnie. Yes. Okay, so we meet Bonnie. Trucy, yeah, we meet Bonnie. She's Bonnie says cute. some cryptic shit. Some cryptic yep. stuff. And then uh, Trucy's signing some documents, and we're like, mm. Oh my god, I lost my I, shit at that point, because I was like, there's two lawyers in the room. I There's two yes. lawyers. And she just signed something. They were like, what was that? And she was like, oh, a contract. And it's like, oh, you stop that man with that clipboard, and you get that contract back. Yeah, just because your daddy is a lawyer and you live with lawyers does not mean you are a lawyer, sweetheart. No. She says she read the whole contract later in game. She's yeah. smarty, and that's not up for debate, but she is 16, and her lawyer family would definitely have insisted on reading that. I mean, Miles Edgeworth. Yes. Miles Edgeworth would have insisted <laughs> on reading that. Also, she's a minor, so, like, there's also, she needs yeah. that, unless Phoenix signed it before he left, but that aside. That is, yeah, I mean, like, that is me, the lawyer, me, me, the lawyer, was actually thinking that the entire time was that this is an unenforceable contract signed by a minor. But, you know, Apollo didn't go to law school. <laughs> And neither did Athena, and neither did, and Google doesn't exist here in Japanifornia. Oh yeah, and definitely neither did Phoenix, he went to art school and got a (laughs) minor in law. And he was out of the country, so, and none of them seemed to represent her in, as her entertainment attorneys. Or a legal guardian. Oh yeah, no, I mean none of them are her legal guardian. Well no, I'm saying Miles is also not a legal guardian technically. No. Yeah, but he should represent There's no legal guardian and then there's no attorney 
representing her as an attorney. So no, it's it's for the sake of the fiction, we'll go with it. But understand that that would be an unenforceable contract. It would be what's called voidable at the at the will of the minor. She's got a contract. She's like, hey, hope you guys are enjoying the show. I gotta go set up for it. See you later. So you go back to your seat. They, you, Apollo and Athena go back to their seats. And then all of a sudden, it's not a fun time anymore. The first act starts and someone, uh, the dragon falls and someone's dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone we've, dies and there's We've yeah. retconned a grammary, um, into the troop. It's yeah. true. It's, it's the green one. <laughs> the green and black confirmed. one who doesn't fit with the color scheme, the, uh, aesthetic, aesthetic, the anything. We introduced. Dead confirmed. We yeah, Apollo's dead confirmed. We forget about the Lassa. And her involvement with the Graham Rays. Well, we kind of, what we, mo- what we mostly forget about is Valent. We mostly are like, that's my mommy, and that's my daddy, and that's a yellow smudge on the paper. <laughs> I don't know how that got there. And that's my grandma, I mean, pa, yeah, my grandpa. grandpa, and that's the retcon character who we just introduced. So. <laughs> no, but really, Valent is the only one of them still alive, and we he just. would be at the show. Yeah, unless. He He's on the run from the law, which I think is very true. What would he be on the run for? It's, I mean, something we don't know about, clearly, but... I just assumed the Him Daisy comic was right and Sparks Brush drove him to suicide. Thanks, Jesse. I don't want Bella to have been driven to suicide. I like on the run from the law better because that's the only way you would have been able to pry the Grammarie family secrets out of his his hands. Out of his, his sleight of magician hands. Yeah, and that's because they were given to Trucy and she just keeps him in her purse now. Everywhere she goes. Um, which is, to be fair, probably the safest option. Yeah. Um, where else is she going to keep him? With Charlie? Well, actually, Charlie probably... Charlie gets repoed by Robert Downey Jr., son. <laughs> oh, so soft. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you see the show, the retcon character is murdered in a box by a sword, theoretically, which Trucy had stabbed previously into the box. Um, everyone is aghast. She gets arrested. We're going to cover it. Uh, it's It's unveiled later that the contract she signed was a liability contract for if the show didn't get produced... Uh, she would owe four million. Yeah, that's yes. right. four million dollars. The Write Anything agency would owe four million dollars to the TV producer within like the, by the end of the week. By the yeah, uh, the TV producer is Robert Downey Jr. Son. What is his real name? I was really trying. I don't to remember. remember. I didn't. Re- Let's look it up real quick. I forgot the plot twist of this case altogether until the second. So like, oh really? Yeah, I just was trying real hard to remember past Bunny and Bonnie. Or Bunny and Bunny and Betty, Bunny and Betty, Bunny and Batty, Bunny and Bunny and Bat, Bunny Bat, Bunny Betty. Yeah, yeah. Roger Retens. What's the other name he goes by? His other name. Oh, Retens is what I I would say. Mr. Ruse. Ruse, Mr. Ruse. Oh, I also said that as Ruse, but yeah, it's because it's a ruse. It's a ruse. Retens. I don't actually. Yeah. Retins. Retins? I, I said, like, Redins, because I, you know, that's just how my life goes. I tried to make it Hispanic in my mind, and it just doesn't work, because that's this is not working. But... Retins? What? Retins, yeah. Ret- that's more Frenchy when I say it. <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay, so, Roger Redins. Retins. Redins. Roger. Roger. Roger Downey Jr. son. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna call him that. Mr. Ruse, Mr. Reus, 
The dead guy's name was... Um, Man of Mystery. Man that's of Mystery. That's what it was. Okay, sorry. That's what I was stuck on. That's, that's the, the dead guy's name, Man of guy. Mystery. Man of Mystery, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, it just says Roger Retens, otherwise known as Mr. Ruse. No, that's like, fine. I heard, the Man of Mystery was the one I was, yeah. was I was after, because I forgot that was the other layer of this case. Man, <laughs> we're just, like, peeling things back, and yeah. my brain is like an open well, scab leading now. <laughs> so, like... The four million dollars thing is like very clear that he has a grudge against the Grammaries, mm-hmm. and so you go through. I mean, turns out Trizzy's assistant, the way she can do all of her tricks, is because they're twins, and the one twin Bonnie really likes Trucy, and the one twin Betty really but, fucking hates Trucy. But it's because she's a secret jealous fangirl. Um, there's a whole goddamn like plot, and it's all uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s son is secretly. The retconned Gamma Ray. Um, so he wanted to bring down the last of the Gamma Rays uh, in theatrical style. So he he was going to get Trucy put in jail because it's like the way to get revenge against Magnifi. Is yeah, not because to attack he hurt, Valent. Because he hurt himself yeah, yeah. during rehearsal. Once again, fuck Valent. He wasn't a real Gamma Ray, I suppose. <laughs> no, he wasn't the blood. He wasn't in the bloodline of Magnifi. Yeah, which is like, I wonder if Zach was still around, what he would have done. Okay, so rereading why he was kicked out, it's he hurt himself doing a performance, so Magnifi wouldn't let him perform. He tried to perform anyway, so Magnifi kicked him out. That's. He could have just waited till he was back. Okay, Magnif- no, Magnifi's a dick. He burnt- I mean, yes. This guy's a fire guy, like fire tricks, right? So he burned himself, and that's how you unveil that it's really him, is mm-hmm, you yeah. check his arm for the burn. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me say, his fucking transformation from douchey TV producer to douchey, douchey magician was one of my favorite things. really great. It was yeah. so good. It In this whole fucking so game, good. I was so much a fan of it. Like, the whole thing. The whole, his whole magician evil act was Oh my great. god. And I, like, that was a point when that happened and you were cross-examining him, magic him, I was like, I couldn't stop smiling, and I was like, I'm really enjoying this game. This is a great game. Yeah, because with the Betty, uh, Betty Bonnie thing, um, I was not enjoying that part where they're just like, oh, look at us, like, we're in two places at once. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like, because you guys have different hair now. So, like, it's, it's very obvious yeah. you're not the same person. Yeah. But also, like, I get it, you're twins. This is not a big reveal for me. Yeah. This was guessable. But his, his was so good. So yeah. good. Because I did guess it before it happened, but it did not make it less enjoyable. Yes, I, I am in the same boat. It's, I was just a huge fan of his entire shit. And then, like, how he pulled it off, because he was remote the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was pretty, like, I was like, this is a real, one of the few times in Ace Attorney where we don't have, like, a crime of passion. We have a real mastermind murder. Um, and that was enjoyable. That is enjoyable. Um but, you know, we successfully do it, and Phoenix calls in at one point and says, don't fuck this up, Apollo. And Apollo's like, I'm going to cry. I'm so happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> poor Apollo gets nothing from shit this whole game. Yeah. Always. So Apollo and Trucy get a cute moment where Apollo's like, Trucy, you could do this. Just, you're fine. I wish they knew they were siblings. Why? I... <sighs> yeah. The that was news well, I was... they act like siblings. Yes. yes. And that's what's really great for me. But, you know, I also thought that other people acted like siblings and people ship them together. So there's that. Because Maya and Phoenix was like, this is a really true male-female relationship. And I think they're great friends. And I'm so happy that this relationship was actually put forth. And I was like, no, they, they need to bone. Oh, 
Okay, well, I guess we tried. So I, there are people yeah. who, who, at least we have canon telling us they shouldn't bone, but like, at least they, at least they know in their hearts that they don't want to bone. Yeah, yeah. That's um, I so I really liked that at the end too. Is is uh, he was all like, "No Grammaray will ever defeat me," and once again, I've defeated you, the Grammarays. And then Apollo beats him, and Apollo is a Grammaray, like direct descendant of Magnifi. So I was like, "Oh, the irony that no one <laughs> here knows, no one will ever know, because everyone who knows that his bloodline is not at this trial." <sighs> and of course they like they know what they're doing to you right the last ascends flowers to, to true yeah. so does gavin for flowers. the only gavin cameo this entire not even him it's just his logo he's not okay he's stable enough to have assistants send flowers to trucy or yeah. send them himself because he probably would have yeah but like let's talk about how emma's back yeah yes. i actually wasn't expecting her back this fast in the game i don't know it just kind of caught me off guard She's the cop, but she's she's the cop. But like I don't know, I just like forgot, and then I was like, oh, oh, hi, Emma. <laughs> and Emma, yes. I really like how they do this the whole game too. It's not limited to this case, but it, whenever anyone connected to Emma is up for murder in this game, uh, Emma is very conflicted. Like yeah. she's like, oh no, I have to do my job, but Trucy is my friend, and I know she's a good person. And she like Emma tries her best to convince. Prosecutor said Madhi about that. And then she has to get up on the stand and testify against Trucy. And she spends the whole time being like, I'm not comfortable with this. And agreeing with Apollo whenever he, you know, says anything. And I really liked that. Because that is what Emma would do. Yes. Yeah, that's what I like. She's a very human character. Mm-hmm. And uh, they give us uh, they give, they give us a lot with her. In very small doses. Yeah. Okay, before... They realized it was murder. They thought it was an accident. Trucy messed up on the trick. That was original. Case. That was what, yeah, that was what Polly was trying to prove at first. And then, and the only, the only reason why he switched to it was murder is because they would still owe $4 million if it wasn't murder. <laughs> and then he fills in the blanks later, but that's it. Which everyone's really concerned about the $4 million in this case, and much less concerned about Trucy, in my mind. <laughs> like, I mean, yes. I mean, they really, they really set those $4 million stakes when you try to go back to your office and Robert Downey Jr.'s there and going, yeah. oh, look at my new sofa, like, my oh, new this, plants. I new... repossessed your coat, your jacket, Apollo. Yeah. yeah, he like literally repossesses everything in there. Charlie. And then they're like on TV, so like they're getting slandered further because like Phoenix didn't do that enough on his own time. So, right. you know, we need to do it while he's gone. Yeah. All the paparazzi are there. Because they're so famous. They tried to give us a sense that Phoenix was concerned about Trucy, but could not get back in time to save her. Yeah. yeah, and that was, it's not really Phoenix that's the problem. It's like, we talked to Trucy, and she cries in the defense, the defendant's, um, in prison, or yeah. whatever, like the... Detention center. There we go, the detention center. And then there's that, and then they're like, oh, well, let's raise the stakes with $4 million. I'm like, no, the stakes are already as high as they can be. A 16-year-old girl is up on death row. Like, that's... But those are stakes we're used to. I mean, I... We've had these stakes before. My my 16-year-old girl is on death row. Mine. Yes, yours, Michelle's 16-year-old is on death row. I mean, I don't It's... Because she's a central character at this point. It, I wanted that to be the highest stakes, but then they were like, let's just put $4 million on top of that. Now listen, you also gotta remember, Maya is everyone's girl. Her... her she's one of the most main characters yeah. in the series. And she's been on death well, row. Well, that's old hat now. My so being like, on death row is, is very old hat. It's very old hat. So let's pick a different main cast 
Dina, oh, okay, we're done that. Okay, juicy. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like yeah. it's, it's the the gimmick itself is old hat, so they had to they had I to. I mean, I suppose. Mill. Yeah, it just didn't seem like the appropriate level of increase to go from that to then four million. It would have been better if it was four million dollars, and then oh, we're raising like we're raising. She's see. not just in prison. The death penalty. You know, like I gotcha. I'm gonna read what um our Australian cab driver Varnas uh, sent us about this case. Uh, What's up? It is said that Apollo is truly the best big brother uh, in the world, and he has no idea he has a sister. But, like, you guys need, like, the last of Phoenix, please. <laughs> Come please. on, <sighs> yeah. Um, this is the dumbest at all prank I've ever witnessed. The way Apollo gets Trucy to trust him is so heartwarming, uh, and I was about to die of drowning in my own tears after seeing Trucy cry. After all, someone needs to care about poor Trucy, unlike a certain adoptive father, who I like to mention. And low-rent low Robert Downey Jr. was a great villain for the case, especially after the whole forged contract sh- signing shenanigans. And there's no way I would have let some scumbag steal money from the most broke law firm I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, that was what, what he had to say, though. So it, it was, was great. A, it was just a summary of, like, all of our complaints poignantly done into an email. Yes, very good. I thought there was um, another one. I have one other complaint that was not encompassed in that email. What? Mm-hmm. Fucking, why is Nayuta prosecuting yes. this case? Why? Yes. Why? why? It's, it's, it just got there, was it that day or the day before? Yeah. He just goes in, he's like, I'm going to do this murder He goes case. to the prosecutor's office and he insists that he wants to try this. And it right, it's not a murder yet. He, but he, he makes it, it yeah. he insists that it is, I feel in my spiritual gut that it is a murder. And so I would like to prosecute this case. Miles motherfucking Edgeworth, chief prosecutor in Japan, California, looked at this asshole with his, his Buddhist techniques and his long purple braid. And he went, yeah, you can prosecute my daughter. Fuck you, Miles. What are you doing? I don't know what he's doing, but I also, like, I haven't finished the game, so I can't say, but, like, I feel like there's a layer of Miles is twiddling, like, like he's, like, pulling strings for strategic reasons, but he, like, we don't get to know, and we have to speculate once I get to the end. Jesse's making really intense faces, because she really... I'm not making a face. Or, I am making a face. Well... We'll, let, we'll, so we'll so revisit we this. We have to revisit we this. We will revisit this idea. <coughs> but um, I have to, I have to believe in my heart of little baby Miles Edgeworth who has, Gregory Papa, may I please have this dog? <laughs> <laughs> that Miles ha- has to know something is going on and using said money to his personal advantage as chief prosecutor. Maybe not as Miles, which he should have kept in the family. You're right. I, I feel like he should have. And even if you don't, so even if you don't, I just want to clarify for the listening audience, even if you don't ship them and it's not, Trucy is not Miles Edgeworth's daughter. Um, he, it, Trucy is Miles Edgeworth's best friend's daughter. And so he, like, no way he sees, oh, People against Trucy Wright come up on his dashboard and he's like, oh yeah, give it to the rando. Cause even if he's like, oh, conflicts of interest, I can't hit, I can't take it. Blackwell's there. Gavin's there. Anyone except for a pain who we have run out of the office in shame. Anyone could have taken this case who we trust. And instead he gave it to the, the randomest person. But if, uh, like puppet strings, we will revisit. It's just I'm. I spent that whole case being mad at Miles. Deservedly, yes. Like it turned out okay, but if it hadn't turned out okay, what if it hadn't turned out okay? 
Well, Phoenix then... comes home from from almost dying himself in Karine, and here we go. Uh, my daughter's on death row. Uh, yeah, so your daughter's already dead, because by the time you get home, Phoenix, she's probably already dead. No, it takes seven years to mur- to get you through death row, if yeah. we've learned anything from Unless you're Blackwell. a Manfred. But well, I, th- I don't think he got executed. Prison. I think he got shanked don't in prison. Don't we have to argue about this on air? Did we not argue about this on air? I thought we did. Man- no, I think we, we were arguing about it in person, and then we're like, we should save this for the podcast. Did Manfred get shanked in prison? And I was like, I thought we already talked about this on the podcast. And we we're like, I don't know, but I feel like we should talk about it again. <laughs> Email us whether we had our on-air discussion about whether Manfred von Karma died in prison or not. I don't remember. He totally got shanked in prison. I refuse to believe otherwise. He either yeah. got shanked or he died from being... Well, no, actually, wait, in From canon, the weight of his own angst. He was hung, actually, in canon. He swung from the noose. I don't think... Dahlia told us that. No, she died from the noose. She swung from the noose. That's right. And she had the allotted seven years go by. Yes. Yeah. I think he was fucking shanked. Oh, yeah. No, I think for sure Manfred von Kar- Karma was either murdered in prison or died of of the weight of his own angst. Like, basically wasted away from being imperfect in prison. And one of those is cooler because it involves a shank, a prison shank. <laughs> now, who did the shanking? I think it was the Julius Caesar thing. You think it was Gant? No, Julius Caesar. Like, all of them You think Julius Caesar? Oh, everyone in prison. Yeah, no, it's a group thing. If it was Gant, it would have been a real A to Brute. That's what I mean. Oh, yes. But they can all shank him, too. But, I mean, who did the first blow? If if you wanted to be a Caesarian, it would be... It would have to be Gant. It would be Gant who did dealt the first yeah, blow. Yeah, Gant would totally do that, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. If Gant is still alive. That's the, that's the question. I, I'm not sure. Because who they, gets sure, who gets shanked in prison first, Gant or Manfred? I don't know, because I thought Christoph would have gotten killed at that point, but he's in his high his high security prison foofy cell, but I guess his crime wasn't severe well, enough. So, so I recently learned that Bernie Madoff is is in the, guy, the pyramid scheme guy. Like, he owns the gamut on hot chocolate in prison. He's bought all the hot chocolate, and he's a hot chocolate dealer in prison, and everyone kind of respects him. Um, so maybe... Maybe that's what Christoph does. <laughs> he owns all the hot chocolate. Well, because also, Christoph is a scary dude. He could flash his devil hand and, like, maybe intimidate people. I don't know. I don't know what his intimidate is. I don't know. It's like a plus three, at least. No, I think everyone was just like, oh, Apollo is so sweet. I was like, Apollo, Apollo could have done better, I feel. He was a little panicky for... I thought justifiable reasons because his sissy is on trial. <laughs> also, they kept making him go to high places and Paulo has a fear of heights, apparently. Oh my god, a lot of, like, fears that we didn't know about um, have surfaced. We knew Phoenix had a fear of heights. Mm-hmm. That's yes. canon. We because didn't... he fell off a yeah. bridge and into a river. I think I vaguely remembered that Polly had a fear of heights, but then he has a fear of some other shit, too. Deep water in this game. Yeah. What does um, that come about? You'll see. Oh, you'll see. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Not in this case. Not in this case, but, like, yeah, we learn a lot of, like, a lot of, and I'm going to say big phobias that Apollo has in this game that we didn't know about before. Well, it's okay because Apollo is also part of the Retcon <coughs> family, so they're going to tell us how oh, he oh, yeah. He fell off of a 30-foot burning bridge into a very deep ocean, and yeah. he almost died, and Clay is the one who saved him, and his other person we've never met, and his other person is now dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're... you're but it turns out yeah. it was his real father. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, like, yes, Retcon, McRetcon, McJustice, like, yeah, it's it's for real, but I mean, like, it's kind of huge to give people big old fears like that. Like, it was, is somebody afraid of blood? Um, 
Athena kind of. Well, Athena like, has PTSD with blood, which I th- I feel like is a little different than little just different, like, ugh, heights, you know, like. That's the only fear we see with blood overtly yeah. is, is Athena's aversion to her PTSD being triggered. Yeah. yeah. And she also, she had a trigger, a different trigger in Dual Destinies when she went to visit the space center too, I think. She saw she saw the space shuttle and she fainted. That's yeah, well, I mean, I think fainted is Japan code for definitely got triggered. Like, yeah, no. um, but and she, she like fell asleep or whatever. But also Overnight. the same way that grape juice is code for alcohol mm-hmm. and and cold is code for hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like a, I found it a weird decision. The amount of phobias we gave Apollo. And because the, the Heights one is identical to Phoenix, that seems particularly weird. It seems particularly weird, but particularly on point of if you remember, Apollo is such is such a a a down a peg of Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, it, if we're if we're treating Apollo as we have treated Apollo previously, which is Phoenix but less good, but like down a peg, then yeah, give him the fear of heights, and yeah, let's throw in water and blood and everything else for just yeah. for funsies. You know all that stuff that Phoenix that fucked up Phoenix or didn't fuck up Phoenix? Let's make it all fuck up Apollo. Yeah, and I don't know why that instead of I don't know having Athena. Be more of a rich character. We just retcon and retcon and retcon and retcon Apollo. Yeah. Yes. And Troop Gamma Ray. Also, I remember the thing that pissed me <laughs> off the most. Ah, <laughs> uh, I blocked it from my memory. Oh, you know how a lawyer can't cry till it's all over? Yeah. No, yeah. let's get mad. Let's get mad to Magnafee. Magnafee's the one who said that. Oh, yeah. Magnafee's the one who says an entertainer can't cry till it's all over. I can't believe I just spiked the audio Everyone, that bad, I'm, I'm so mad. Everyone and their mom can't cry <laughs> until it, the vague it that it is, is all over. Yeah, Magnafee. And no, let's look at what we know about Magnafee. Would he ever fucking say that in his entire life? No! No. 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 I think that is something that, that Daddy Phoenix said to her, and and she was like, oh, like, a lawyer doesn't cry till it's all over. And then he changed it to entertainer because he's a shitty piano player and he doesn't want to remember that he got disbarred. And she's like, oh, Daddy, who said that? And she, he's like, like, your grandpa could know. You know? <laughs> she just like, blah, 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 in her mind as a small child. <laughs> No, because Trissy was too smart for that. So it means that Magnafee heard it from someone <laughs> and wrote that shit down and was like, yes, granddaughter, you see that an entertainer cannot cry. If She's like, no. wow, Grandpa, you're so right. And he's like, yes, the dead lawyer told me that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, plagiarism is not above Magnafee. So nope. maybe, because the only thing that anyone does in hospitals in these games is <coughs> read Mia Faye's old trial transcripts. So, <laughs> so maybe he was in the hospital and he was reading Mia Faye's old trial transcripts. Because he had Trucy come visit before he forced the other two to try and kill him. Yeah, wouldn't you want to say goodbye to your granddaughter before you have her dad murder you? Shoot him in the face, LOL. Shoot me in the, come shoot me in the face, LOL. I'm really mad... Always about that, though, because once again, it makes Mia non-existent. It makes yeah. everything that happened with me. And Mia is so important to Phoenix, and Mia is so important to me, Stephanie, that it's just hurtful constantly when they're just like, and she never said it ever. We <laughs> Magnafee said it. Retcon Magnafee. Yeah. Just make the law so you know, like, 
never go blind and just, like, sit at home waiting for her kids to come back at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, right I mean, the, the only thing that could probably piss me off more than that is, like, we start the next game, Ace Attorney, the, like, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. That game, we start that game, and they just already know their siblings. Like, that's the thing that would probably piss me off the fucking most, is, like, I we told ex- them off screen. I expected that for this game, though. We did, but at this point, they've built it up too much. Like, there's too much winking at me in the audience, like, ah, you know, and we know you know, even though we don't know how you know, because we forgot that game existed. Um, like, hey. And then, like, there's a lot of sibling themes, I'm gonna say, in this game. And, yes, there and are. so the fact that this is still, and like, this is not a spoiler for you, Stephanie, they still don't fucking know by the end of the game that they're siblings. I mean, I figured I would have known somehow yeah. if they had, um, and I figured by this point, if that wasn't the case, they weren't going to know unless it's the end of the game, and I feel like other stuff is gonna happen where they are not important yeah. anymore. Yeah. So it's like, there's a lot of, like, I'm gonna say sibling characters and sibling themes. We started with Bonnie and Betty. Um, oh, you know what's a really good sibling theme? Me and Maya. Too bad we just got rid of her consciousness. Two great siblings. Two great, great siblings. Yeah, so it's... Um, I mean, they give us Maya and Pearl as that pseudo-sibling pair now. Yeah, yeah, and I do enjoy that. I do enjoy them. Although Pearl's personality is much different. The dynamic is different, mm-hmm. right? You you can't match that dynamic with Pearl's personality. No, you can't. Um, But, I, I mean, I love Pearl. And I'm just still <coughs> mad that we never fucking talk about it. We just don't. We, j- I mean, granted, when did Phoenix have time this game? I guess, but you know what before I would want to do. The country. Yeah, well, you know what I would want to do before I die, or I enter a case where I might die seventeen times, or I my daughter is on death row. Um, I would want to tell her, like, I especially if I'm overseas, I would want to tell her that she's not alone. Because Papa Miles ain't doing it. But it's also, it's like, Phoenix does a lot of, like, I might die this trial, and it's very, very serious. Like, but he doesn't fucking take care of business. He doesn't, you know, you're never like, I'm glad I have all my affairs in order before I go into this again, knowing the Defense Culpability Act exists. Man. I was just, I just, like... Talking about the stakes in every Ace Attorney game is funny because they can give me whatever stakes they want and I know it'll be okay at the end because it's a video game series. Yeah. So I kind of forget that's like, yeah, 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 Trucy's on death row. Yeah, 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 four million dollars. Yeah, 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 Phoenix might die at the end of the story. Like, yeah, 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 okay. Well, the, like, and I understand the the stakes fatigue, basically. You're sick of the red meat because every, every, every trial, especially in this game particularly, the exception being the fourth case, but we'll talk about that later, every case, the stakes are as high as possible. You will die. Everyone you love will die. Those are the stakes. Those are always the stakes. Like, yeah, and it's it's nice to talk about it because I like bring that perspective. Like, whoa, this is really fucked up. You know, like it reminds yeah. me like M for meanies, but also oh, this is really fucked. Up. Well, also yeah. like I think Spirit of Justice is not rated M for Teens. meanies. It's rated T for uh audience. The T for the audience is chanting for your death. Like, don't forget that T for T for everyone wants you to die a, gri- a grizzly death. By beheading. Because remember, it's beheading right. in Karine. 
it's hanging in Japanifornia, and really, like, they're both really not great. No. <laughs> like, not really. We're not going for humane here. Oh, my God. I would love it if the next Ace Attorney game takes place in, like, a country where things are normal, and they're like, what? You still hang people? <laughs> oh, my God. You only get three days for your trial? What's wrong with you guys? I mean, I would love if that was what happens in Great Ace Attorney, but we don't know. We'll never know. If they, like, if they, from, from... Edo area, Edo era, Japanifornia go to England and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do that? What do you mean? What do you mean? You have, like, you only the prosecutors get the evidence? You have to sneak onto crime scenes? How does that even make sense? Yeah, no. You mean you have to, you have to keep stuff secret? What do you mean there's a bloody knife in your jackets? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you just grabbed that and shoved it in your coat? Oh my god, yeah. What do you mean you only have one detective on the case you're allowed to co- to, to get information out of? Yeah. Like, but if anything, what we know of DGS, that is not the case. No. Because he goes to study that legal system to bring it back to Japanifornia. <laughs> so, until I play those games, I'm just gonna blame Grandpappy Phoenix for this. <laughs> I'm gonna blame Grandpappy Phoenix for the entire Janifor- Japanifornian legal system. Yeah, maybe Japan used to have a sensible legal system. Maybe. Maybe. But they, everyone had to commit seppuku Yeah, instead. back when Headband Kid was practicing, maybe, he, like, it was, like, sane. We'll never know. We'll never know until you, Capcom, until you give it to us. Look, we've given you all of these great ideas with Plausible versus Anime. <laughs> I, the least you could do is give us DGS and Investigations too, And maybe money for the podcast. Hey, like, don't get greedy. I, I really want investigations too. I'll do, I, if I have to sign a contract that I do this podcast for another 10 years with no material, but I get investigations too, worth it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'd probably do it for that too. Yep. I can't think of anything else to say about the Trucy case at this moment. Um, map up pets and things. I have nothing that we didn't already talk about. Um,. I know, the retcon in this game is obviously strong. Like, the whole game, not just this case, but this oh, case. Yeah. Specifically was painful retcon. Because look at this, commem- remember this commemorative stamp we had that was a collector's item? Remember who wasn't on that stamp? I do. It wasn't Robert Downey Jr.'s son. No, Roger yeah, Robert, Downey. yeah. It wasn't Roger. Roger Downey Jr.'s son. <laughs> um, so... I guess the last thing I think I want to talk about is because I was just reminded by Roger Downey Jr. son um, how like how great ma- evil magician him was, but kind of unsatisfying villain breakdown, and um, like the final break, and I feel like that is uh, the truth for many of the villains in this game is that the final final breakdown is because they're doing this like very cinematic like zoom in on them like things happen thing and it's not as good it's not as good as like lightning struck gant you know like <laughs> or headbanging manfred yeah. yeah and granted we've had some bad ones before like saggy boobs april may like that was not a good <laughs> oh, one I, um, I don't remember that one. oh her boobs who, drop. yeah her boobs drop she that's lo- it she looks like and her face sags like an old yeah. woman who's like botox failed at her at yeah so once. i mean like we've had some bad ones before so i think i would probably rank all of these more than some of the bad ones we've had, but I just found them all very unsatisfying, especially because there's a mid, mid defend like mid testimony change to something cooler. Well, that's the thing is like, with the first case, you get metal guitar guy, right? You get him, yeah. you get him going from hippie skippy to to heavy metal guitar, and that was awesome. And that was awesome. <laughs> you get 
evil magician, that was awesome. So I think they gave it to us earlier for a while, and the breakdown's kind of just your, like, okay, you, you did it. Yeah, and I mean, I guess if I had to trade a really good breakdown for the magician wow and spending time with magician him, I would choose magician wow because that's really so great. great. And then, like, also, like, metalhead transition, too, was, like, so fucking good. So I I get it. Uh, I, get it, I just, like, step it up. <laughs> it's, yeah, because it does make sense. Because, honestly, I don't remember either of their final breakdowns. I don't, I don't remember hippie guys. I remember um, magician guys, like, a curtain went down and there were faces. He would do his cape and there'd be, like, a face there and he'd get scared of it was oh, what it was. Yeah. I did um, not like that. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just... guy electrocuted himself. That sounds about right. Though. Did he? I thought his strings broke or something. Mm. Uh, I think you're... I don't know. Maybe both? Yeah. Can I have both electrocution and strings breaking? I don't know. I mean, like, just because we want both doesn't mean it did not already happen and already happened. Okay, next time on Plausible versus Anime, breakdowns. <laughs> Let's right. see. Let's see. Five-year-old girl. What's her gimmick? Uh, playing poker to determine your legal representation and getting murdered for it. <laughs> That's your breakdown. Thanks, GP. <laughs> No, that one's not going in the trash. It's going back in. <laughs> All right. So if anybody else has anything else to say about case two, email us. Email us, please, because I have nothing else to say at this point. And if you want to say things about what we said about case two, email us also. And email us things about case three. I'll read about them and I'll, I'll share them. And mop up, I'm sorry. You wrote a lot. You wrote a lot and I will go through it and I will bring it to the table next time. <laughs> Yeah, so we were a little underprepared. But you know what? It's, it's a good time. It's a good time. All right, and where can you send those emails? Or you can message us on Tumblr. But uh, you can send those emails to... Objecttothispodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send it to Tumblr at... Objecttothis.tumblr.com. And you can listen to us on iTunes or Podcast Garden at podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash this. And who does our theme music? Thanks, Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes for our theme music. And thanks, Michelle, for whatever you're going to put at the end. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope Dark Shadow Rage 2 is still under the username Dark Shadow Rage 2 on YouTube because I realize it's been like five fucking years. <laughs> I actually was going through my emails and I found the email where I asked for permission to use that song, so we're still good, right? Oh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Legally, that'll hold up. I don't know. <laughs> Capcom won't sue us. Capcom, listen, chill. Please, can you just be cool? Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, if, yeah, so send us anything you have about Spirit of Justice, anything you have about Case 2, about Case 3, or overall, things we've said. If you have any more plausible versus anime, send that in. Um, we said we should rename the The, Right Anything Agency, and some people said stuff, but we never talked about it, so if you have ideas, do that. Maybe we'll talk about it eventually. (laughs) We'll, we'll collect them all up. Into our beautiful, beautiful top hats, and then we'll go through them. Also, please send me a top hat. Uh, hit me up. I'll tell you my address. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like a top hat. In the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Jesse. I'm Michelle. And that was object to this. So why don't you object to that? Can't be.